Hi guys, Stu here. If you could support the podcast by following us wherever you subscribe to your podcast, that would be amazing. If you are enjoying our videos on the YouTube channel, uh, like and subscribe, like the individual videos and subscribe to the channel. Just search for Henry Weston's Old Mate. The continued support helps us to be able to provide more and more content going forward. Thank you so much for listening. Cheers. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Henry Weston's Old Mate, the Warmer CC Diaries. Uh, we are back. It's the off-season. Tonight, I am joined by someone who's new to the pod. Good evening, Mr. Jerome Hunt. How are you, mate? Good evening, Stu. I'm very well, thank you. And uh, thank you for, uh, for having me on the uh, illustrious podcast. <laughs> oh, thank you for coming along. And Mr. Owen McGuarks, many call him the voice of the pod. Good evening, Owen. How are you, sir? Evening, Stu. Thanks for having me back as always. It's, yeah, well, it's, it's weird. Not a... November already. It's basically nearly, nearly April. <laughs> I tell you what, we'll all be um, be getting the old whitener out and getting our pads ready for preseason nets before we know it. Comes around. Um, it does. It does well. Um, yeah. So. Um, what we've decided, haven't we, guys? We've been in contact the last couple of days. We just want to get a bit of content out over the winter months. We don't want people to forget the podcast. And if we can bring a little bit of fun, try and get half an hour out every couple of weeks when people are available. So tonight we thought we'd get to meet Jerome. Uh, Jerome, um, you're, you, you finished your first season at Warmer CC. Uh, just give us a, a quick overview of that in your own words if you wouldn't mind yeah of course um so obviously i mean for me i i haven't been playing cricket for well got nearly the best part of a decade so it was um first time putting the whites on for for quite a long time um it, it was to be honest absolutely fantastic back then playing um you know we weren't helped by some some pretty miserable weather um obviously we had a, a few uh illnesses down to, to COVID as well. So the, the, the fixture list was a bit stunted this season. Um, but look, for me, for me personally, it's been absolutely fantastic. And, and anything to get me off uh, daycare duties on a Sunday is, uh, is always welcome. Perfect, mate. That's great to hear. Um, and I did ask you, Jerome, just so we can get to know you a little bit. I did ask you a couple of questions, didn't I? Uh, and it just so I hopefully... Just remember when answering this, people have long memories. So if you do say anything <laughs> too silly, I'm sure they'll. But I just ask you, if you could open the innings with any cricketer, present or past, who would you who would you open with? Who is your opening hero or your cricketing hero? Who, who would you take out the bat with you? I mean, it, it, two, two things there. I mean, you said, who, who would you want to open the batting with? Um, I spent most of the day when I should have been working thinking about this. And I decided on, I've got two answers for you, Stu, which isn't what you are for, but I'm going to give you two answers anyway. That's good. First one, I'll probably say is Chris Martin, because he is probably the only <laughs> international batsman that I could outscore opening with. Um, <laughs> all about the stats. Um, so Chris Chris Martin's up there. Um, yeah. But the serious one, I'd, I'd probably go with Alistair Cook, because... I watched him from the beginning of his, his sort of career and um, anyone who's spoken to me about my love of cricket will know I'm not not interested in the flashy sort of pyjama style of cricket. I like, you know, purest test match, boring five-day draws. Um, and Alistair Cook, for, for me, was was the epitome of that. He, um, he had three shots and made a career out of playing the same three shots. Um, nothing flash but an absolute legend and a rock for the for the English cricket team. Not to mention a pretty decent captain. So, um, yeah, in, the serious answer would be Alistair Cook, I reckon. 
Well, I think that's a fantastic answer. And perhaps my co-host, Mr. Owen Maguire, could um, could take a thing or two from maybe <laughs> less, lessening his shot Arsenal, one might say. Um, oh, and, 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 to, and a second question, and to enjoy a drink after the game, uh, it could be an alcoholic beverage or a non-alcoholic beverage, who would you sit down and enjoy a drink with? That could be anyone non cricket so I, I grew up a huge, huge fan of um, rugby and particularly the All Blacks. Um, and I used to play fly half. So I've always always kind of watched um, All Black number 10s. Um, I think there's only one All Black number 10, you know, greatest of all time, Dan Carter. I think what he's done on the pitch is, you know, beyond legendary. Um, I mean, he's still doing pretty amazing stuff off the pitch. But, you know, I'd love to uh, chew the cub with him. He's an um, absolute legend and a, a hero. Fantastic. Uh, I, I listened to Jake Humphrey's um, high performance podcast today at work and Dan Carter is joining them next week to discuss uh, all things high performance and all things Dan Carter. Um, they get about a quarter of a million listens a week. Um, I don't know if we'll be getting Dan Carter on here anytime soon, but uh, if, if we ever do, Jerome, uh, I'm sure you and Owen would be able to talk a lot better That's about it. Than I would. Um, Owen, uh, quickly to you. It's not cricket, but how is how's the new job going, mate? Just so yeah, yeah. Busy, oh, good. Thank you, mate. Very nice that it's uh, at ease. You get two two week after in October. So yeah, and it's like yeah, it's, that's fantastic. I mean, it's probably bugging a few parents up. I had three days off and wanted to cry at the end of every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you have one week, you kind of get back to work. You feel like you left, have you? So that's been quite nice this week. But. I went back and cut the driving range today, though, so that was all right. Although How was that? All good? It's all good, mate. Everyone, everyone's still down there and as mad as ever. Um, before we get into cricket, gents, I have just got a couple of things to push. Well, one thing, really. I mean, if anyone's following, anyone listening to this and you're following my social media, you may or may not know I am a recovering alcoholic. I am approaching four years sobriety. Uh, on the 18th of December, touch wood, I will have achieved four years sobriety and I am looking to raise some money for charity. Uh, I am calling it Stay Sober with Stu just for one day on the December the 18th. If anyone would like to log on to my social media and have a look at Stay Sober with Stu, make a small, small donation, perhaps something you might, perhaps the, the cost of a pint of beer, have one less bites, and we're going to donate to some fantastic charities. Right. Uh, out of the way, Owen, you were the first to donate. You are a superhero, mate. Um, Thank you so much for that. Uh, You're welcome. The fund is doing amazing already. Right, guys. So uh, you were both present at the Warmer CC Seniors Awards Night 2022, uh, Saturday the 23rd of October. What a fantastic evening, Jerome. Um, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. So it was um, fantastic to have so many uh, people under one roof after the last uh, year and a half we've had. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and I was well. I was. Uh, I wasn't surprised by by some of the awards. I mean, I think we all knew where where the high the high performing awards were going. But if we just run through them, oh, and we will, uh, and I'll ask for a few um, sort of bits of input as as we go along. Uh, just because there's there's a few people who might listen to this pod who might not have 
got along to the warmer CC presentation evening, and uh, they might just like to know who did what over the um, over the course of the season. So, actually, Jerome, I'm not going to ask you to comment on Sunday Player of the Year. I'm going to ask Owen to comment on Sunday Player of the Year. So, it was our, our, our esteemed guest, Jerome Owen, wasn't it? He was awarded Sunday Player of the Year, averaging 40 Point one four for the Sunday team on his on his first year at Warmer CC. What a fantastic effort, though. Legend. What a what a, what a recruitment effort there, buzzing. And if yeah. anyone averages above fifteen for Warmer, <laughs> they give him players the year automatically, so they stay for four years. <laughs> I mean, I I've looked at the stats and twelve games, uh, twelve innings across all formats. I assume that was pretty much on a Sunday, Jerome. But uh, I mean, you've got to be happy with that as a return. Um, and something to improve on for next year, mate. Yeah, well, look, I'm, I've got to be honest. Um, I, I wasn't really checking the stats throughout the season. I did that on purpose. So, so to hear those numbers is quite quite a surprise. And look, no, I, I, take, I take that. Um, just wait till I uh, till I get bowling next year when the back's better. We'll see if we can uh, up up the game a bit. Yeah, uh, that's what we didn't realise. Yeah, apparently Jerome is a bowler. He's not actually a batsman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's either. That either doesn't say much for the current Sunday batting lineup, or it says it says fantastically hopeful potential for next year's Sunday. Um, uh, uh, Jerome, I've I've got a couple of quotes that I picked up over uh, on the presentation evening. I'm not going to name names, but two people described you: one as a person, a batsman who seems to play the right shots to the right ball, and secondly, uh, you were described as someone who who doesn't like to give their wicket away. Um, so that's probably quite nice. I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you which one of the skippers told me those things. But um, uh, I think you've been a fantastic addition to the Sunday side. It was mentioned that um, hopefully we could get him in this uh, in on a Saturday, but I don't know how that that uh, suits family fixtures, etc. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's an ongoing discussion. Let's leave it at that for the moment. With me and, yeah, <laughs> wife. Got four months. Well, I never, never say no, but uh, work in progress on that. Yeah, that's that's fair enough, mate. Um, let's move on to Saturday first eleven player of the year. No surprise there, Owen. It was your good self, and let's be honest, mate. You had a a pretty stellar season with the bat, didn't you? You scored over a thousand runs. Um, and we won't. We don't like to say it's it stands out because there was some some sort of poor stuff around you. I think in any season, what you did last year would have, you know, would have shone pretty brightly. Uh, and I can only assume you were, you were pretty happy with it. Um, potentially could have converted a couple of those scores, but let's not put too much of a downer on it, mate. Yeah, of course. I was pretty happy. Like, I suppose after like years of saying he's got potential, it's quite nice to actually take a bit of responsibility. And we probably only won four games and had like three big knocks in them games. So, yeah, all good, mate, actually. Like, really enjoyed it. It's just like, obviously now I can't play rugby and like it's actually having to like, apply myself and not turn up on like three hours sleep to Saturday. Yeah. And, like, actually proper give it a good crack because we really need to at the moment with like player retention and recruitment. So I kind of needed to step up a little bit. And like we said, it's easy enough doing it for one year, but it's just doing it for four or five years in a row, isn't it? So classic. Yeah. Classic media answer. I'll go back to the drawboard, turn back up next year and try and do it all again. Let's go. I know. I mean, I remember when I, I mean, I didn't burst onto the scene at Worth, but I made a lot of runs sort of between the age of 16 and 18. Yeah. But I made them with a certain amount of freedom, knowing that there were other players around me. And then I sort of took the captaincy on for one season when I think I was 19. Okay. Um, and 
I suddenly realised that actually I actually almost needed to score the runs. I, I couldn't just go out there and give my wicket away. And, and yeah, it, it's, it, it clicked. And I mean, I made consistent runs. I never, I never actually got to a thousand runs for a season, but it was, um, it was, it was that sort of, I, I was the guy with the potential much like yourself, but, but it comes with a, with a bit of weight on the shoulders, doesn't it? Yeah, big um, time, mate. Especially I probably like stagnate, like from 13 to 16, I probably had, had all this promise and, Scored like all the youngest fifties and that, and then just kind of like didn't improve for about seven years. So at twenty five, it was probably about time to kick. No, well, long may it continue, <laughs> mate. Um, uh, we'll go on to. We won't mention names for the Saturday because because a, a a young female cricketer at Warmer featured prominently on the awards. Uh, Jerome, I don't you from your Sunday experience, you probably got to share the pitch with some of the up and coming talent, mate. Uh, and it was, I, I assume. A pleasure to play with and, and see them perform. Uh, perhaps we wouldn't have liked them in such vast numbers at certain points in the season. But um, were you impressed with the with the youth of Warmer shining through? Absolutely, Stu. I mean, I I, I remember myself as a as a, a cult um, playing with some of, some of the adults and, and literally just absolutely bricking myself when I was playing in the game. And and to watch the the the, the youngsters we've got coming through, especially. You know the one who won the the, the seconds award, um, just metronomic with the bowling. Um, and you know if they decide to stick with uh, with cricket at Walmart, I think good things will come. Fantastic, Gadbert. And I think it must be a, an inspiration for all young cricketers. But certainly seeing someone like the performer we're talking about doing as well as she did, and there is a, I mean, the quiz featured there was one. There was eighty-seven percent of of the some of the junior sides were were made up of of young lady cricketers, weren't they, Owen? So, uh, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, it just hopefully there will be many more awards to come for for, for the youth of of Warmer. Um, moving on to most improved player. Now, this I, I have to admit, Owen, this this was you most most improved player of the year, um, Owen McGuire. In my head, I always had. Most improved as well, some, some almost as I don't really know, but it didn't strike me as a Saturday player of the year that the, the, the prize performer for the year would also be most improved. But I mean, you probably were most improved, and, and Jerome would probably help me out here. I don't quite know what I'm trying to say, but I, I can, uh, yeah, it's almost like the, think, token, think... the token player that turns up yeah. every week that gets most improved. <laughs> It's either that, oh, or you were absolutely rubbish last year. Um, I, I haven't seen the stats, but it, it, you know, to be most improved, there must have been a, a big difference between your performance this year and last. I guess. I've got. Let's say I think I got. I got four. I've just on paper. I got four hundred and twenty runs in thirteen innings last year. All oh, right. It wasn't bad. Yeah. <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> Uh, well, well, I mean, it's great. You, you, you were hugely improved, but I mean, yeah, it. it I, I like to say, I was just su- surprised, but not in a bad way. But I uh, think they, they were just probably trying to be nice, mate, sweeten it up, wouldn't they? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, don't want to lose you to sandwich, do you, Tom? Tom, no. bloody, um, what's his name? Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just going through the sheet here. We had some. Um, you know, I've got Stuart Milroy's notes in front of me, and we will give a mention to uh, some non-player members. There were Sarah Marsh, uh, Liz Grigg, and of course Melvin was in attendance. Obviously, Sarah was in attendance as well, but Liz was absent. But um, Owen, people like that, you know, we've said it numerous times on the pod. They 
they they they make or they keep the club turning, don't they? We can you can get eleven players out, but you've got to feed them. You've got to you know you've got to do all this. You've got, someone's got to fill in the score, but you know if 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 Mick the the postman's not there to deliver, someone else has got to do it, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. It's always it's always great when Mick's there on a Sunday and he gets his pen out and does forty overs straight through. Oh, man. <laughs> now, my my mate uh, George, he won Fielder of the Year. Um, I and <laughs> go on. No, and <laughs> Andy won. Andy won most ducks. Does <laughs> does George Bailey win the Duck Award? Whether he gets one duck or ten ducks, is, is it is it soon to be the George Bailey Award, Owen? I think he has won it three or four times. To be fair, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I he's mean, Jamo, he loves a duck. Jerome, did you play much with George? He t- oh, I suppose I suppose you did because he does like a Sunday fixture, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, he turned up on a few Sundays, I'm sure. Um, I think I think there was that one occasion oh, where he turned up late, back at number ten or something, hit hit a few, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah he. Um, he has played a few Sundays and I've enjoyed playing with him. I, I can't recall him getting out for any ducks on a Sunday, mind you. So that must have been Saturday fixtures. I he, guess. he got he got five ducks in a row in five first team Saturday league games in a row. That's Chris Martin-esque, that. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of ducks in a row, isn't it? <laughs> that is. Uh, George, if you're listening, we love you. I still support you. Uh, I'm having, I am having. want to see you picking up uh, Saturday first 11 player of the year next year. Unless, yep, of course, uh, uh, unless... Owen goes on to score fifteen hundred runs next year, and then he again. Um, I now now if we move on to club person of the year, I, I mean, I thought this was this was a really worthy award for for James Robertson who 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 won it. I mean, he does wonders. Obviously, we know getting fixtures. I had to do it. For for the season I mentioned just over at Worth many years ago, well I didn't have to I wasn't fixed as secretary but sort of trying to organise things on the fly and it's a it's a thankless task going. Um, I won't mention that James gave me out in my only innings that I played last season, um, but he's he's I don't know James very well but he's obviously a, a hardworking individual who really has the club in his heart because I guess you'd have to 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 to, to spend all the hours on the phone that he does Owen. Yeah, exactly that. He's always on the old Facebook groups trying to get X amount of fixtures. And yeah, he does really put a good shift in. And obviously he had to take over doing uh, the two skipper when Laws basically become first team captain when Lim has a barbecue, always gets the barbie out. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a good <laughs> I think, I think it's, it, it's also worth just throwing in that uh, during cricket week, he managed to pull a fixture out when it was the uh, the author's... Oh, yeah. uh, game got cancelled, I think. So he did really well to, to to pull a fixture last minute on that, just to to, to keep things ticking over that week. So, yeah, really really good effort from him, I think. Well, well done, James. And we'll look to get people like James on this podcast, Owen. I think in the off season, um, yeah. just because, just yeah, that's good. Um, players, player of the year, no surprise. Oh, you picked that one up. Um, we, uh, again, uh, well deserved. I think we've been over the reasons why. You pick that up award, and yeah. the young the young lady that we we shall not name, not because we don't want to, but I think for safeguarding reasons, uh, she picked up uh, young player of the year. Fantastic, uh, Richard Lott with his uh, what was that? The outstanding oh, performance. Was a, 
Five for 14 versus Sheldwich. Uh, was anyone on the pitch for that one? Were you there, Owen? I wasn't there. I think it's a twos game, so I wasn't actually there for that one. Oh, OK. Uh, well well done, Richard. Uh, yeah, effort, Richard. Uh, good to, uh, and again, much like Jerome sort of in his first season, good to have people like Richard back. I don't know if he's if this is his second season back, is it? Oh, but... I feel like he's been here, like, you know, when Liam and Stuart both come back in yeah. 2015. I think it was probably around that time. He's... He's like almost part of the furniture these days, I'd say. Yeah, and, and uh, what a lot of cricket clubs need is those people who are part of the furniture. Yeah, what, what, what a lot, mate, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well done, Owen. Um, so, that's that. Um, the awards, anything I haven't mentioned, I apologise. I'll, I'll put the awards in the, in the show notes. Uh, we won't go through all the way through. There was outstanding performances. Charlie Walsh is 152 against Margate and 99 versus Savage. Owen, your 100 versus oh, St. Margaret's Cosmopolitan is probably, uh, uh, probably worth 30 against... Jerome's got 91 out that day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jerome, that, that was where we... I think, Jerome, did, did we discuss... Did we discuss that your innings in the first ever podcast? Was that about right? Oh, or was it maybe the second one? I think one? we must have discussed it at some point. Yeah. I, think, I think you accused me of jug avoidance, which is just on <laughs> there, to be honest. But um, yeah, yeah, it was a small boundary. Yeah. <laughs> it's a place I could never score runs at Margaret, so I don't know why. Mind you, I used to be facing... Uh, Mr. Parnell every other over, which wasn't wasn't the easiest thing to do. Uh, right, guys, are are we up for a little bit of a quiz? Um, yeah, it's going to be a quick one. Um, oh, who's buzzing away in the background? There, that might have been me. Right, so I've got a few questions. I've got some cricket questions and a bit of sports general knowledge. I won't hold you boys on the line for too long, but. Um, We've got a couple of questions to start. Right, so if your pens and paper are allowed, uh, the first two questions will involve you two bidding against each other. So <laughs> question one, right, so here we go, guys. Just listen and then I'll explain. So there were 16 teams that started in this T20 World Cup that's currently on the television. There was a total of 16 teams. That's been whittled down to 12 who are now competing in the Super 12. So, out of a total of 16 teams, uh, Jerome, I'll come to you first. You can make your first bid. Of those 16 teams, Jerome, how many would you feel comfortable being able to name? Uh, I would say 12. 12? Owen, uh, you can make a bid or you can ask Jerome to name his 12. Let's go thirteen. What you want? Hello? Hello, are you there, Oh? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go thirteen. I'm gonna give it. You're a gonna, go. Oh, you're gonna go thirteen, Jerome. Are you are you brave enough to up a bid or? Would oh, you... look, this this man's got enough trophies on the shelf, so I'm gonna let him steal the limelight. Go for it, Oh. Let's see your thirteen. Right, thirteen, Owen. Go okay. for it, then, mate. I'm gonna bluffing, go mate. You're bluffing. I'm gonna go the people that got knocked out in the group stages. I think first. Go on, Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Qatar? No. Oh. Owen. Oh, you mate. You <laughs> Owen, you nubsy. Oh, dear. He's just dropped the ashes. Look at that. Owen, that's two points to Jerome. That's an early two points. Can right. I carry on? No, you can't carry on. You've messed it up, you Wally. <laughs> but go on, Owen. Have a, go on. Who it, was else was it? it was Oman. It was Oman, not Qatar, wasn't it? It was yeah. Oman, yeah. 
There you go. Never mind. Right. So, uh, Owen, I'll allow you to make this is the second question is another bid bid based question, and then we'll get on to some quick fire ones. And it's quite simple, Owen. Um, of the ten previous England Test cricket captains to have captained at least five Test matches, how many of the previous ten to have captained five Test matches would you be confident in being able to name? Of the previous, okay. So, did you, of the previous ten. Test cap, uh, test match captains. No, so you've got Kevin Peterson doesn't count because he only captained three. Uh, and Stokes ben, ben Stokes, and there was one other. Uh, I think there was uh, uh, Mark Butcher. So okay. don't... five five captains, is it? No, there is ten. So okay. there's so there's ten. The ten back that doesn't include the ones who sort of jumped in on the odd test match or okay. well. Peterson didn't jump in. He just fell out with uh, Peter Moores, didn't he? Let's think. I don't know. Six. Six? Oh, that's that's quite... Uh, yeah, Jerome, I think that's ballsy for me. Can you... Oh, I think I've got six, but I reckon I could probably blag another one. I'm going to go seven. Seven, <laughs> Jerome. I like it. Owen, do you want to go to eight or are you happy for Jerome to have a go? No, it's got to, eight's got to be going back to like 70s, isn't it? Uh, it's going back to the 80s. No, go ahead, mate. Go ahead, Jerome. After you then, mate. Right. So, 10 English captains who have done five or more tests. Yep. Yeah? Um, yeah. We have Joe Root. Joe Root, yeah. Strauss. Correct. Mr. Cook, mentioned him already. Yeah. Mike Atherton. Yes. Nasser Hussain. Correct. Ian Botham. Yes. And I I think this is where I'm going to get it wrong. I think Mike Brearley. You've just gone back a bit too far. Ah. Yeah, you've gone back one too far. Ah, okay, I concede. Yeah, the, the other options were Alex Stewart, Graham Gooch, Mike Gatting, Andrew Flintoff and Michael Vaughan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I tell, I tell you what, Jerome, that was pretty good going. Um, so, two points each after the first two questions. I forgot to mention there are 14 points available in this uh, first round, gents. So, it's going yep. to all. Right. So, the next uh, four questions are just quick and easy ones. Um, uh, and I'm going to have to take a bit of, of trust involved here because I'm going to ask you uh, in what... Uh, no, I tell you what, I'm going to alternate. I'll tell you, I'm going to all... No, I'm going to come to both of you. Right. So, if you could... To both tell me in what year did Ben Stokes make his test debut? Uh, I'm gonna come to Jerome. Uh, if you get it correct, I'm, I'm gonna ask you to both write that down uh, or keep it in mind. And uh, Jerome, if you have a guess, and then if you are correct, we'll have to trust that Owen either guessed rightly or wrongly. Right, I'm gonna throw it out there 2014. Oh, I was, I was going to go 2013. Owen, you get a point with 2013. He hit that ridiculous 100 against New Zealand that was like the quickest at Lords, didn't he, I think? I oh, was that? Well, I can't remember. That's bloody good knowledge. There we go. Hey. Right. Um, I, I haven't thought this through because I, I don't know. In my head, I thought we was going to do this on video. So, But again, <laughs> we're going to have to be... Well, I tell you what, we'll alternate this. Uh, three players 
have captained the England T20 side on more than 10 occasions. Uh, Owen, I'm going to come to you. Can you name one of the three? Owen Morgan. <laughs> Owen Morgan. There's a point. Jerome, can you name either of the other two? Alistair Cook. Afraid not. No. Oh. Owen, I'll give you another guess. KP. No. Uh, Jerome, I'll give you one oh. final guess. Um, I'm going to go with Alex Stewart. No, quite a dumb question. I don't answer. Um, no. Go on. No. Flustered. Flustered, mate. That's right. I think I think the guy I'm thinking of, did he lift the World Cup? Because uh, the, 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 the two answers are Stuart Broad and Paul Collingwood. Yeah. Uh, I thought I thought KP was captain when Collingwood was this more bad. <laughs> Broadie must have been rubbish captain. <laughs> right. Uh, we've got cricket commentators and their counties. Uh, so I'm going to use this. I've got I've got four here. Uh, I'm just going to alternate it. I'm going to. I've got two for each of you, so I'm going to tell you a cricket commentator, and I want you to name which county he played for. Uh, uh, Owen McGuire, I have got Michael Atherton for you. Uh, Lancashire. Correct. Uh, Jerome, I'm going to come to you with Mark Butcher. Easy. Easy if you know the answer, mate. Um, I want to go with. Was it Surrey or Essex? No. Surrey. Let's go, Surrey. Surrey is correct. Well done. Uh, I'm going to come to Mr. Owen. Uh, Phil Tufnell. Oh, Middlesex. Middlesex. Well done. And finally, over back to you, Jerome. I've got uh, Nasser Hussein. Oh, I should know this. <laughs> Shall it, Owen? Essex. Essex. Correct. Well done. Um, again, um, let's go for no, we can't do that one because we're not doing it on yes, no, we can't, we can't, we can alternate it, right? So, Owen, question for you, number six, the last of the cricket questions, right? For one point, and then that will work out. Owen, Chris Silverwood is the current England head coach. Who did he succeed? Oh, uh, bear with me, I know this. What's his face? Chris Silverwood, because he's now. Oh, how have I forgot this man? Uh, I I couldn't think of it when I was reading it. Not Peter Moore's. It's um. Oh, how have I forgot his name? I'm gonna have to hurry you. We're gonna have to offer oh. it to Jerome for a bonus point. Owen, three, two, one. Uh, Jerome, can you jump in and steal a point? I don't think I can, Stu. No, and I couldn't either. It was uh, Trevor Bailey. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, the silent assassin. The Aussie, yeah. Right, here we go. Uh, we've got five. Um, so we've got five general knowledge sports questions here. Uh, and um, I am going to come. Who's the guest? Uh, so that is Jerome. Jerome, I'm going to come to you first. Uh, I don't know if you're any good at football, mate, but there's one football question. There's actually no rugby. <laughs> uh in the season 2019-2020, uh, uh, who was the leading goal scorer in the Premier League with 23 goals? I'm going to go... Uh, it's not Aguero. It's not Aguero. I'll help you a bit there. <laughs> that was my answer, by the way, but I'll uh, take one. Um, yeah. 
I can't even think who won it that year. Uh, Mo Salah? No, not quite. Oh, do you want to try and steal a point? Harry Kane. I, I'd have gone Harry Kane. It was actually Jamie Vardy, funnily enough. Oh. Um, uh, Owen, you've got um, an American sports-based question. In which sport do uh, the teams compete for the Stanley Cup? Or baseball? It, uh, I'm afraid it's not. Jerome, can you steal a point there? Stanley Cup. Um, uh, I'll go uh, American football. It is ice hockey, so no points. Uh, back to Jerome then with this one. Who has won more Grand Slam tennis titles, Roger Federer or Serena Williams? Roger Federer. The answer is Serena Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Owen, here you go. Uh, right. Owen, the, f- the fourth question and your final question of the day. Which stick-based sport is the national sport of Canada? Uh, ice hockey, isn't it? It's not. No, it's, it's a horrible question. Uh, Jerome? Stick-based sport. It's got to be something like lacrosse or something. I don't know. It uh, is lacrosse. Correct. There you go. Uh, and this was the tiebreaker, actually. So I'll allow you... Um, let's have the, t- the points are three. Oh, right. So Owen's won by a point. So the tiebreaker is not necessary. But to the nearest 100 people, what is the estimated population of Sheldon, where Warmer famously played their cricket? Owen, would you have, be able to have a guess at that one? Oh, new housing estate, 700. 700. Jerome, would you go higher or lower than 700? I'm going higher by 100, just to uh, make it interesting. It's actually twi- uh, r- uh, roughly 2,200 people, if you look on Google. 2,200 uh, <laughs> in Sheldon? <laughs> apparently so. Uh, so, Owen, you have won this week's uh, rather shoddy quiz because from, from, in my head, <laughs> I, had it, I had it written that we were going to write the answers down. But um, there we go. Oh, that's good. I enjoyed it. Well done, Owen. Thank you, mate. Well done. Um, I think... Um, Guys, is there anything I, I did? I did jokingly um, sort of put on Facebook that we were going to have some hints and tips for keeping fit and keeping your eye in over the winter. Uh, Owen, what do you do to um, to keep yourself trim when you're not playing cricket? Is it is it just the rugby coaching and everything? Uh, <laughs> what do I do? Uh, I don't know. I hit a tennis ball against the wall with my back. <laughs> <laughs> And Jerome, do you have any sneaky hints and tips for any of our listeners on how to uh, how to keep that ninety-one not out against the Margaret's form going? Oh, in? it's all about getting the bicycle out on cold winter mornings. Love it. Yeah, well, well, we can't argue with that. Uh, that is fantastic advice. Everyone should get their bikes out. Um, oh, um, I haven't got it in front of me. If I get the Facebook up, what do we want to promote at Warmer? Have we got a quiz night coming up? Did Lawrence put that on there? Oh, yeah, we have, actually. Uh, 27th of November at Whole Park Sheldon. There we go. Uh, if you want to get put to sleep early, boy, Lawrence being a quiz master, come along. Well, I was gonna I say, no, no one's going to go on our team now. Uh, oh. <laughs> Bring your own snacks. <laughs> I, I tell you what, if we're all free, I'd love to join you two five gentlemen on a team up there. I'm sure Absolutely. we can, we can make it happen. 
Let's do it. Um, so, anything, guys, to all the people listening to this, all 30 of you who regularly tune in, and we do appreciate it, uh, anytime you see warmer advertising stuff, they don't do it just for a laugh. The club do need to make some money, as do all our local sports teams. So, please head out and support your local sports teams. Um, I will say thank you to Mr. Jerome Hunt for joining us. Uh, Jerome, that was fantastic, mate. And hopefully you'll come back and chat with us again uh, some point in the future. Yeah, thanks for having me, Steve. Cheers. Cheers. And Owen, as always, thank you very much. Uh, and we'll get together with something um, a bit more planned, unlike the quiz this evening, eh? Perfect. I enjoyed the quiz as well. Thanks <laughs> and take care, fellas. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll Cheers, cut mate. us off. Cheers, boys. Thank you very much. Ta-ra, ta-ra. Bye. Yep. Just a quick thanks to Jerome for joining me and Owen there. That was wonderful to sit down and record with the gents uh, as the winter nights are closing in. Uh, hopefully we can continue to bring uh, everyone who listens to these Warmer CC podcasts a bit of winter content. If you would like to come on and join us on the pod with regards to Warmer Cricket Club, please just drop myself or Owen a message across the social medias. Find me on Facebook or Twitter. Drop me a message in Messenger or, of course, just on the phone if you are lucky enough to have my mobile number that's cool come up with some content ideas you know anything you'd like to discuss i'm sure we can come up with an episode finally uh if you could keep in mind december the 18th stay stover with stew that would be great any small donations will go a long way into helping uh, a couple of charities that we will choose nearer the time they will be um addiction recovery support based charities um i i've set a small target of 500 pounds well a big target potentially if we could get anywhere near that to split that across two chosen charities that would be brilliant and i'm sure would go a long way into helping some people uh, battle their their demons uh thanks as always for listening guys Cheers. Bye.